Moin Moin. Right here and right now, I will talk about language. Isn't that so ironic? Because I am speaking in a language. Oh my God. One, two, three, four. Hello again. Oh, ich sag nur hello again. Hello. So, um, I have the urge to talk with myself and you two people that are listening about another part of subjectivity, which is language. That sounds very scientific, but um, it's not really. Because I want to state that language is not only another part of subjectivity that parts individuals but also whole cultures and last but not least it differentiates us from animals and other living beings because of course they simply just can't talk And not because we are inherently better, because that's not true. Humans are animals as well, but we are just animals with different vocal cords. So, some person in history maybe decided that they needed to speak. And from that point on, people found that great. And that's how it went. So, we developed speech and with that languages because what's the point of languages of speech in general you can express thoughts you can organize yourself you can organize yourself and the world around you and you can communicate but so okay usually you don't really think about language right because you speak language you speak language you know and then that's just it because it's just I don't know an end to something it's just you need to communicate that's why you speak but when you have too much time like I do you might start to think about the whole concept of of life and then at one point you will think about language I assume well maybe it's only me but never mind anyway um, to me, language is quite interesting. Even now that I'm speaking, I'm constantly thinking in my head, hey, what even is language? How? Okay, because that will bring me to my point. And my thesis is that our realities, okay, no, 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 the realities of every culture of course so different so then it's no wonder why sometimes why it's no wonder that culture clashes because if you think about it they have totally different realities and no it's not only because they speak a different language there are so many more parts that have to do with that but I think language plays a huge part because I mean, on the level of humanity in general, like uh, the whole of humanity, we express ourselves differently. 
every culture. So, of course, reality is just different. And even me and my friends, we express ourselves differently. So, we, of course, we do have different realities. And again, that's not only to do with language, but it plays a huge role. And now, because this podcast <laughs> is about experience and I only want to talk about myself, I zoom in and I think that personally, for me, I notice that even in yourself, like within yourself, you express yourself differently. Well, no, but more so when you speak, it it's very, it becomes very apparent that phenomenon when you know more than one language. Let me explain. Since I can only speak for myself, that's what I'll do now. I am not a polyglot. I wonder, I sometimes wonder what that must feel like to speak, I don't know, 10 languages at the same level. How, what does it look like in your brain? Who are you? Isn't, do you even struggle? No, you have to struggle even more with your identity. I don't know. I don't know. So if any of you three people that are listening are polyglots, please let me know. I'm even fascinated by bilingual people. That's just... I don't know how that works. They probably don't either. Mm, anyway, I do speak three languages. <laughs> um, sometimes. Well, and anyway, I am... Um, I speak a lot of English, as you can hear perfectly, of course. No, but that doesn't matter how good. Um, but, see, I want to say that speaking different languages opens up room for different realities. Because I, I should say I have most of my problems in German. That's logical, because most of my life... I've only heard German, I've only spoken German. So everything I've experienced happened, so to say, in German. I thought about it in German, I talked about it in German. And every time I hear the news, or I heard the news, it was just German. So problems only existed in German, the world only existed in German. And now, when you learn another language, you incorporate it in your life things will happen in that language you know maybe you will talk about things in that language about feelings or about things you did so then it will exist in that language because as soon as you give something a name it exists well that's a very basic assumption but so I think I think it's understandable what I'm trying to say. The more I experience while speaking that language, the more experience I will have in that language. And if I talk about my feelings in English, or I also realize, of course, when my whole life gets more English, when I talk more English, when I learn stuff in English, when I talk about my problems in English, 
then these problems also exist in English. And so, I don't know, it's weird. I don't know how to describe it best, but that for me, at least, that means that my German life or the German reality I have for my brain is the most serious or maybe also pessimistic because I can only express most of my also bad feelings in German. So as soon as I switch to English, it's a bit different. I think about other stuff because I might not even be able to express some things in English I would in German. And that's even harder in Spanish. So I think Spanish <laughs> is, for example, the happiest language for me. Because in that sense, there, there do not exist problems. Because I simply just can't express those problems in Spanish. I don't listen to that many um, news in Spanish. Because I just don't speak it well enough up until now. But as soon as you start developing a language, you will inevitably talk about more profound stuff. So I think it's extremely interesting that you have different realities in different languages. So I'm just going to sum it up. As I said, in German, no, but that sounds negative. I would call her German my problem language. And then something else, for example, Spanish. When I, I only, I probably only speak Spanish in Spain. <laughs> in Spain, I will always connect with a, no, maybe not always, but right now, I would connect it with a feeling of freedom and joy and experience and vacation and just life I don't know so that's very positive and when I think about German I also think about all my life all my problems which as of now don't exist in Spanish so you can see the connection between language and reality which is so incredible and that makes me also think about other people I meet here that speak other languages they must have such a different world of emotions because okay one example mm. recently in one class the teacher told us that there's a Spanish word angustia which means fear but here in Andalusia they sometimes also translate it with disgust so then I thought, well, if people also associate fear with, with disgust, the whole feeling is different for them. Okay, we both call it fear. Like, the English word for it would be fear, so we know what we're talking about. But still, if they translate it with disgust, then they feel it completely differently than I do. I would... You know, it's, it, that's just so amazing to me and of course you know there are so many mm -mm, not so many words but a few words that you just can't express in another language or that are just not translatable for example schadenfreude yeah so many no i think it's just not 
I mean, you can explain it in other languages. It's like being happy when someone else... Okay, being happy because someone else fails or something. Yeah, you can explain it, but there's no word for it. So, technically, the experience doesn't exist, right? For other people, and it's so weird. I don't know. Please, um... Please, people, let me know what you think about it. That's so interesting. So, yeah, does that mean that feeling doesn't exist? Well, it may exist, but they can't express it, so... It only exists in themselves, but if you can't name something, does it exist? That's the next question I'm posing here. Very philosophical. Mm. Well, I can't answer that, so if you can, please do. But because I can't, I will speak about something else, namely, the cliché, the way you speak to yourself really matters. Ugh, yeah, we hear that all the time, but it is so very true, let me tell you, because If language determines how we feel because of the words we say and the feelings we express, I mean, it is only logical that it greatly impacts the way you feel about yourself when you talk to yourself. Okay, see, the basic example. I am stupid. That could make you feel angry or frustrated or just sad. Because you think you are stupid. Of course, that's not a great thing. But I want to say here and now that if you change it to I feel stupid, you will have changed the whole meaning. And with that, your, yeah, with that, your reality, it will be better. <laughs> Because I feel stupid is much more passive so you are being made to feel that way which means you are not necessarily the source you are just responding because if you feel stupid that's because someone could have made you feel that way and not because you are inherently stupid That's just not a character trait, being stupid. Some people use it as that, but I want to say, no, it's not a character trait. You are not always stupid. There will be moments where you're not, so it's better to say, I feel stupid. It's the same as saying, I feel nauseous. You are not nauseous. You, as a person, are not nauseous. The same way you are not a tired person, if you feel tired from time to time. Oh, well, maybe some would consider themselves a tired person. But no, I think it's obvious what I mean. If you just change am to feel, it changes the whole response. Well, instantly, it sounds better. So if you say, oh yeah, I am a nice person. Well, to me, that just sounds extremely boring. 
So as a result, when I would describe myself as a nice person, I will feel just boring and uninspiring. And instead, like I could say, adventurous. I am adventurous. That's even stronger than I feel adventurous. See? So, if you say, okay, if you say you are stupid, I am stupid, that means that you are completely stupid. There's just all of you are stupid, not just for one moment, but you are, in general, you are just stupid, right? That's, that's a fact. So if you say you feel stupid, that could be temporary. And this you can also apply to positive connotations, because if you say, I feel adventurous, that's, that's usually a thing that will go away, right? You feel adventurous at one moment because you're excited to go somewhere or you did something you would never do. But if you, try, if you start to describe yourself as adventurous, you say, I am adventurous, then you feel adventurous all the time, don't you? Because why, why is it so easy to say I am stupid and then feel stupid all the time? Why is it so much easier with bad emotions and bad adjectives why is it so much easier to believe why are we so used to saying i am stupid i am fat i am ugly you can say i feel like this and i think if you only change this world a word if you <laughs> if you change the world yeah we have to change the world but that's uh, that's a bigger issue so let's change the words first um because words will change the world Anyway, okay, so because if you just change the word, it will change your reality. How easy is that? So why don't we do it more often? Well, also question to myself, why don't I do it more often? It's so easy. But then again, it's also so easy to fall back into old, um, to old patterns. So, yeah. My question to end with is why don't we just change our words? Because that has the power to change our reality. Yes. Think about that. <laughs> no. Yes, do. Okay. Goodbye. Good luck. Tschüss.